You're listening to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon. Hello and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by 90 Min. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simu, and on this edition, we're going to be rounding up the latest Arsenal transfer rumours, the latest Arsenal transfer reports. And as always, there is plenty going around. For those of you watching live, uh, apologies if... Uh, if I've thrown you off a little bit or caught you a bit off guard, we are starting just about five minutes earlier than originally planned. And the reason for that is because I've got a huge delivery uh, of building materials coming to me at some point between 12 and 2 p.m. And I felt like if I waited till 12.15, I'm increasing the chances of them turning up while I'm live on the stream and me having to literally run out the door and uh, and open the doors and stuff and let them in. So I didn't want that to happen. Don't want to do that. So I thought I'll start that a little bit earlier. Um, hopefully they'll give me a heads up if they are going to arrive or are close to arriving. But we do it and uh, we, we, we get on, we move on, we continue. There's almost a little bit of a, a danger to this podcast, isn't there? Because there's a chance that I might have to, uh, I might have to cut it short. Uh, so let's get on with it. Let's not waste any time. Then let's say a big hello uh, to those of you in the chat box because there are lots of you there. Uh, big hello to Guna Vettel, to Gonza, to Peerworth, Paul, to Nova, uh, to Mint, to Prasanth, to Omar, to Oparum. I uh, hope you guys are all well. Um, a few stories I want to touch on today, and I want to kick off. Uh, by first of all, actually uh, saying a massive uh, thank you to our newest member, Vishal. Now, I wanted to thank Vishal yesterday, um, and I did actually look at sort of the membership thing yesterday. I saw that Vishal had signed up, and I was meaning to thank him on the podcast, the second podcast that we put out yesterday, and it completely slipped my mind. So I do apologize, Vishal. So I wanted to thank you right at the top of this show uh, for signing up and becoming a member of the show. Your support is so, so appreciated. And uh, thank you so much. But let's get to the Arsenal news now. And let's start off uh, with the uh, James Madison stuff. There's been a lot of noise over the last 24, 48 hours about James Madison. Is he a realistic target for Arsenal? Is he somebody that Arsenal should be looking to spend probably around about 65, 70 million pounds on, you'd imagine, if we're going to persuade Leicester to part ways with the player. Now, I've been digging into this one a little bit over the last few hours, trying to kind of make sense of it all. You know, how how serious is this interest? How likely is it that Leicester City will allow the player to leave to a club that we'd like to think we'd be direct rivals with this season? You know, both of us will be hoping to qualify for the Champions League. So, is this a realistic possibility? Is there a good chance that Arsenal could end up with James Madison come the end of this transfer window? Well, there are reports suggesting that James Madison has made it clear to Leicester City that he wants to join Arsenal Football Club. And there are some uh, journalists saying that he is actually quite close to handing in a transfer request in order to try and make this deal happen. Now, how accurate that is, I don't know. But it's interesting to see that some reporters are going as far as suggesting that James Madison is willing to force through a move to the Emirates Stadium. Now, it's alleged that Leicester City 
are looking for around about 65 to 70 million pounds for James Madison. But that, as we mentioned yesterday, Arsenal would be willing to pay up to around about 55 with some bonuses included, as well as uh, the possibility of either Ainsley Maitland-Niles or Reese Nelson going the other way. Now, we know Leicester City had a serious interest in Ainsley Maitland-Niles back in January. He opted to join West Bromwich Albion because he wanted guarantees he would play in the midfield. Not sure how Leicester see Ainsley Maitland-Niles, if they see him as a fullback slash wingback or if they see him as a midfield player. But it's interesting uh, that James Madison is... Um, it is somebody that Arsenal are seemingly willing to go quite far on. They're willing to pay the big money and they're willing to allow some players to move the other way as well. Now, I've said in the past that I'm not 100% sold on the idea of James Madison coming to Arsenal. And it's not because I don't rate him as a player. It's because of the price. It's because of the fee. But if you can significantly reduce that price by adding an Ainsley Maitland-Niles or a Reese Nelson into that deal, then I'm, start to, I'm starting to warm up to the idea. There's no doubt he's a really, really talented player. There's no doubt that Arsenal are looking for a player of his mould this summer. My only concern is, um, or, or my only concerns from a football inside are perhaps fitness issues. Uh, there have been a few times that James Madison has picked up injuries that have seen him ruled out. I guess you could say the same thing about Emil Smith-Rowe, so perhaps I'm maybe overblowing that issue. Disciplinary stuff has been a bit of a concern, I would say. You know, you look at sort of the fact that he broke the COVID protocols, uh, you know, and, and that he was left out by Brendan Rodgers as a result of that. Struggled to get back into the team off the back of that. Um, you know, that is a little bit of a worry, but we've got players within our camp, you know, our captain for one, who have made that same or similar mistake. And you kind of just have to move on from it, don't you? So I guess... When I was thinking about £70 million and how cash-strapped I expected Arsenal to be in this window, a part of me was maybe talking myself out of the, the James Madison thing because of, of those factors. And maybe in my mind, I was overblowing those factors. Arsenal clearly want the guy. Arsenal clearly feel that he can bring something to the side. And, you know, if Arsenal were to fork out £60, £65 million, plus a player on James Madison, it would be another sign that KSE are fully backing Mikel Arteta. Now, we might not think that Mikel Arteta is the right man. Some of our fans certainly don't. We might not feel that all of the signings are necessarily the right signings. But you cannot accuse the Cronkies, if this transfer does materialise, of not at least backing their man. So, you know, Mikel Arteta has made some some big calls this summer. You know, one of them is, is Ben White. We know that that deal is... is expected to be completed next week. Uh, we're just awaiting the medical. Everything else has been agreed. But that's a big call from Mikel Arteta, a player that most of us would probably look at and say, I'm not sure is worth £50 million. You can make the case that he is for the reasons that we've discussed on previous episodes. But these are big money signings that Arsenal are targeting this summer. And I've got to say, I'm pleasantly surprised because I didn't think that Arsenal would be in this place this summer where we could... Uh, make big signings like that. I thought it was going to be one of those sell to buy summers again, where Arsenal were going to have to get creative. And I think, you know, I've kind of, I talked myself into the idea of it being a bit of an underwhelming summer. And now I'm at the point where there are some really exciting links and I'm sitting here going, come on, come on, come on, please try and get this over the line. So yes, I'd like James Madison at Arsenal as a football player. I think that obviously the price was something that put me off initially, but if Arsenal stand to, 
reduce that and cut that fee by a fair amount in in including a couple of players, you know, one or the other, or maybe both even, that we don't really see as part of our first team moving forward and that Mikel Arteta doesn't really see as part of the plan, then that that's obviously a big, big boost. So, yeah, um, let's see how this one goes. You know, there's, there's constant rumours, constant reports floating around suggesting that the James Madison thing is progressing. Uh, we know what Leicester want for the player. Will Arsenal be able to match that? That remains to be seen. Will Arsenal and Leicester be able to agree on a structure of a deal that benefits both sides that Leicester feel comfortable with? You do feel like, you know, they are going to, uh, you know, they are going to dig their heels in and they are going to try uh, and make this as as difficult as possible because, as I say, both sides will be competing for around about uh, the same sort of positions this season. And it's, yeah, it's a, it's a really difficult one, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, look, James Madison is exciting a lot of fans, this rumour. So uh, let's see if it materialises into something more. Uh, we'll come over to your comments in a minute, but there's just a couple of other bits and pieces I want to mention. There is a report from TalkSport today claiming that Arsenal would be willing to sell Burn Leno this summer if they could recuperate the twenty. Two and a half million pounds that he spent on him back in 2018. Now that makes sense, doesn't it? Because we're hearing a lot about this Aaron Ramsdale stuff. We talked yesterday about reports claiming Arsenal were readying a 30 million pound uh, bid for Aaron Ramsdale. And the Times today are telling us that actually Arsenal have been told they'll need to offer 32 million pounds to get an Aaron Ramsdale deal done. Now, a lot of us have been sitting there and saying that he isn't worth that money. And I, you know, I've not changed my point of view on that. I still think that £30 million plus for Aaron Ramsdale is a little bit excessive. But if it is because Arsenal feel he's going to come in and be the number one, then it's a little bit more understandable than it is if he was going to come in and compete with us with Berlino for a spot. So this report today from Talksport claiming that Arsenal could sell Berlino then kind of adds a little bit more context and credence to the idea of Arsenal spending in excess of £30 million because it would then essentially, you feel, be for a goalkeeper that Arsenal hope can go on to be that number one for many, many years to come. So it's interesting. I'm not saying that I've changed my mind on Aaron Ramsdale's value. I still don't think he's worth £30 million, whatever way you dress it up and whatever way you look at it. But it certainly does make more sense if it is with a view to him coming in and being Bern Leno's replacement. As I know right now, though, there is no offer for Bern Leno on the table. And so it's a bit of a, a non-discussion. Arsenal might be open to selling him if they recuperate that £22.5 million. But that £22 million uh, 22 and a half million pounds, sorry, is not on the table just yet. And so until that happens, it's a bit of a non-story. Um, that's the update on Ramsdale as well. According to the Times, Sheffield United have indicated that they're looking for 32 million pounds to allow their goalkeeper to leave. A goalkeeper that they signed for around about 11 million, by the way. So it's amazing, isn't it? Because Sheffield United were poor last season, relegated. I didn't think Aaron Ramsdale himself personally was all that good, but they stand to triple their money essentially on Aaron Ramsdale uh, this summer, if indeed they do allow him to join the Arsenal. So very interesting and good business for them if that if that does go through. So that's where we are. Uh, reports, as I say, just to round up, claiming that James Madison is, is considering handing in a transfer request in order to force through and move to Arsenal. Arsenal said to want to pay up around about £55 million up front uh, and they will be happy to include bonuses 
as well as either Ainsley Maitland-Niles or Reese Nelson in order to get closer to Leicester City's valuation. So that's where we are on that. Also, Arsenal open to the possibility of allowing Bern Leno to move on if the £22.5 million they paid for him is met in terms of uh, of value uh, of an offer coming in. And of course, Aaron Ramsdale is still being very heavily linked with a move for Arsenal and is expected to cost the Gunners, if they do want to go through with it, £32 million pounds. So that's the latest that we've got for you this afternoon. Get your questions in the chat. Let's pick up some of those. Let's check in where we are in terms of likes uh, at the moment because, uh, hold on a second. Let's have a quick look. We've got over 200 of you watching us at the moment, but right now uh, we have only got on YouTube 43 likes on the board. Let's get that up to 100 at minimum. That should be easy. Um, it doesn't cost you a thing. Just click the button uh, below, hit the like button. It really does help the video and helps the channel grow. Also subscribe to the channel if you're new. Uh, that really, really helps. We're on our way to 15k subscribers on YouTube and we'd love to get there sooner rather than later. And a big shout out to our sponsors, Manscaped. Check out Manscaped for all your male grooming needs. And if you enter our discount code, which is 90min20, you'll get 20% off of your order as well as free shipping. So get involved. Manscaped.com, some fantastic products at fantastic prices, and you can save yourself an extra 20% if you use our discount code. You'll be supporting Manscaped, but you'll also be supporting the Chronicles of Aguna podcast. Right, let's go over to the chat box and take some of your questions. Uh, Louis Robson says, are the Madison links true, Harry? It's hard to know what is exactly 100% true and what is paper talk at the moment. I think we know that there's an interest. I think that's absolutely true. I think we know that Arsenal would probably be quite willing to offload players as part of that deal and to try and sweeten it and to try and reduce the asking price. But this stuff about James Madison really wanting the move and handing in or potentially handing in a transfer request if it if he sees that there is no movement, I don't know how true that is. I'm just sharing what I've read uh, from various other reporters and other sources. But it does feel like the interest is genuine. And I do think that this is going to be one that probably rumbles on for a while because of the value of the deal, right? You, you know, deals like that, they do tend to rumble on. They don't get done just like that. There is a big amount of money involved. And I'm sure that all parties will want to get the best deal possible. So um, can't categorically say that James Madison is going to hand in a transfer request, but that's what the reports are telling us. And and from what we'd heard previously as well, it seems that James Madison is open to the deal, that James Madison would be happy to come to the club, that the wages that Arsenal could offer him would be uh, significantly more than what he's currently getting at Leicester City. So, yes, Leicester City had a better season uh, than at Arsenal last time out. But you do feel like Arsenal as a football club have a higher ceiling. And if James Madison can be convinced of the project, uh, then why wouldn't he want to join a club like Arsenal? That's my view on it anyway. Uh, let's see what else we've got. Uh, Daruv Sharma says, do you feel Smith Rowe has a higher ceiling than Madison? I probably do. Yeah. Um, but we can't be solely reliant on Smith Rowe. And that is where, for me, uh, bringing in a player of this ilk is, is, is quite important. I've said before, I don't think it's at the very top of the list. I still think the centre of midfield needs addressing. I still think the goalkeeping area is is a problem as well. We at least need to bring in somebody to play second fiddle to Burn Leno. Um, but, you know, I do think that Madison would add something to the team. I think that you saw with Martin Erdegaard at the club 
last season that there's still space for Emil Smith-Rowe in the team, but it also just takes a little bit of that creative burden away from him. So, yeah, I do think that Smith-Rowe has the potential to go on and be a better player than James Madison, but potential means nothing if unfulfilled. And we know that Emil Smith-Rowe has struggled with injuries. And that's the one thing that's always nagging away in the back of my mind about Emil Smith-Rowe. Like, is he physically strong enough? Is he physically robust enough to kind of really hit the heights that his technical ability suggests he can in the Premier League? And time is going to tell. But yeah, I, I do think in answer to your question that he's probably got uh, a higher ceiling. Uh, Alejandro, staying on the Madison uh, sort of topic, says Madison will be a signing I cannot complain about, but will that suppress the young talent we have? See, I don't think it would. Um, I, I really don't. I think that there is enough sort of room within the squad to add some further creative talent without necessarily hindering the progress of the likes of Smith Rowe, of Bukayo Saka. I think Martin Odegaard coming in and, and doing that in a way where he took some of the burden off of those players, but also didn't detract from them, I think is important. You know, it's a good example to look back on. I know this season is a little bit different because there is no Europa League football and that means there are less games for you to give all these people the game time that they need. But I actually like the idea of having this competition within the squad and, and Mikel Arteta being able to select from any one of a number of creative players, uh, perhaps to, to suit us in different games. And, and I think breaking down teams was a problem for Arsenal. It's been a problem for Mikel Arteta's Arsenal and I think he can really benefit from bringing in another creative player. Um, what else have we got here? Um, Yonick says, if Madison gets convinced of the project, then he's spiced. Uh, I, I guess that you're not convinced of the project necessarily. Uh, Zeb Knight says, uh, would I prefer Madison or Odegaard? Um, it depends on so many things, doesn't it? I think that I actually think this might be controversial that Odegaard's probably got a higher ceiling than James Madison. I, I do think that, but. You know, James Madison has shown it in the Premier League. He's English homegrown, which obviously carries value and weight nowadays. I think the fee would make a massive difference. If you're telling me we've got to stump up £70 million cash up front for James Madison, but we could pick up Odegaard for £40 million, then it's, it's a no-brainer for me. You lean towards Odegaard, but, you know, that might not be the case. And if you're talking about two players on, you know, and, and you're talking about, no money and, and none of that, and just purely based on what I think their ability is, then I don't think there's a great deal separating them. Although my gut tells me that Odegaard could go on uh, to bigger and better things than James Madison, because I think he's just been around that big club environment that bit longer. You do feel, though, like it's the last chance saloon for Odegaard at Real Madrid. And if it doesn't work out now, then he will have to move on uh, and join somebody else, maybe take a little bit of a step down in terms of the size of club uh, in order to continue and, and I guess kickstart his career. Uh, let's pick up this one from uh, Addy and Davis, who says, Hi, Harry. When is Torreira, Xhaka and Leno expected back at the Arsenal? Um, I'd imagine that they'll be returning next week. Now, most of the players that were participating in the Euros uh, were, return, were due to return next week. I know that Bern Leno was supposed to join up with the club uh, in Florida for their US tour uh, just before the game on Sunday. So I think Bern Leno was supposedly going to fly out uh, on Friday to the States to join up with the team 
that's obviously not going to happen now. So I'd imagine that he'd be joining the club around about the same time, joining the squad around about that same time. So I think towards the back end of this week and the start of next week, you'll start to see some of these players returning uh, to the uh, to London Colney and getting involved in training again. Look, Xhaka might never return uh, because it looks like that deal to Roma uh, is a goer and that it's edging ever closer. I know I've been saying that for weeks now, but I do expect it to be completed. Lucas Torreira is another one who could well be on his way out of the club. But as of now, there is no uh, concrete interest. There is no offer on the table. And so Lucas Torreira will probably return as well. How long for, though, remains to be seen. Uh, let's see what we've got here. Uh, I'm going to pick up this question from Marble Halls TV. Sorry, not that one, because I've just touched on that. Um, Junior Gunner says, if you could take one of Madison and Didi or Tielemans, who would you choose and why? Oh, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because I think they're all different players. I think Ndidi's a deep midfield player, a defensive midfield player, if you like. Uh, Tielemans is more of a central midfield player and Madison is more of an attacking midfielder. I'd actually probably take Tielemans because I think the centre of midfield is an area that Arsenal are really weak in and, and is the area that requires the most attention uh, this summer. So I'd probably take Tielemans for those reasons, but they are all, of course, uh, very, very good players. Uh, let me take uh, one more. Pat Moyle says, Harry, any info on the behind-closed-door games now that America is off? Uh, not that I know of, no uh, no arrangements have been made just yet, but I'm sure once things are finalised, we'll hear a bit more about that. Of course, Arsenal still have the Mind Game series. Uh, was it the Mind series? I don't know why I've, if I added the games on there just by myself. Uh, the Mind series games are taking place against Chelsea and Spurs, uh, of course, but obviously Arsenal have missed out on two preseason friendlies we were going to play in the States. So Arsenal, you feel, will be working very hard to replace those games. And it might well end up, uh, Pat, as you say, being games played behind closed doors at London Colney or even maybe somewhere else. But I don't envisage them make it, the club making a big thing out of it. I think right now the priority's got to be just to get those games on, just to give the guys the fitness, then the match practice that they need as we continue our build-up towards the new season. I'm going to pick up one more uh, before uh, I jump off, but don't worry, we will be back again with a second stream later on today and we'll answer your questions in a little bit more detail on that one. Um, let's take this one from Prasanth who says, Lacazette and Awar swap deal, yes or no? Yeah, I think you'd have to uh, consider that. You've got to consider that Lacazette is in the final year of his contract. I talked a lot about him the other day about how we should decide whether or not he is worth keeping around the club for that extra year. Um, and obviously the the kind of flip side of that, which is that you mean, it means you lose him on a free transfer unless you extend his contract. But somebody like Hussein Mawa, who is worth, you know, 20, 25 million pounds, maybe even more in, in some people's view, if you could pick him up on a swap deal for someone in Lacazette, who probably isn't worth more than 10, 15 million pound right now because of his contract situation, then of course you've got to consider that. So yeah, I probably would do do that deal. I think striker is a position uh, that is less that we're less thin in than than of course uh, in the centre of midfield. But equally, Lacazette was a really important part of the team last season. And you know, I think if if you were to do that, you'd have to replace him in another way, whether that be promoting someone else, asking someone else to step up to the bill, or bringing somebody in. But yeah, on the face of that, you know, that deal uh, obviously. You're talking about one player worth 
20, 25 million pound and one player worth 10 to 15 million pound. And you're asking me if I'd swap them. I absolutely would because Arsenal stand to gain out of it. They really, really do. Right. I'm going to leave it there uh, for the reasons I explained earlier, because I do have, um, I do have to uh, jump on. Uh, I do have to get out there if, and and take this delivery uh, that is coming. Um, so annoying. you got to sign for it and all that jazz, you know, the draw by now. But as I say, we will be back again uh, for another uh, episode later on today. So uh, we'll be doing a longer one that time around. We'll go for about an hour and we'll take plenty more of your questions. Uh, Thomas says, uh, how do I upgrade my membership? Do I need to quit and resign again? Um, or re-sign up again. I'm not 100% sure, Thomas, but I will have a look at it and I'll let you know on the next podcast if anyone in the chat could share uh, on how to do that because I know a lot of you have done that over the course uh, of our membership scheme running, people upgrading to the next level up. Uh, but I will check it out myself, Thomas, and I will let you know if nobody can help in the chat box. Right, I'll catch you all very, very soon. Until then, Make sure you hit the like button. Wait, before we go, let's quickly check in where we are on that. We have got over 335 watching you. We've got 100 likes, so I'm happy. We'll take it and we move on. Catch you all very, very soon with more Arsenal content. Until then, take care. Ciao. You're listening to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon.